Hello and welcome to this episode of In Good Company with Dan Jones, which is brought to you, of course, by Impact. In this episode, we're going to be discussing coaching. What is it? Why do we need it? And what value does it bring to both us as individuals and our businesses? Before we do that, though, we're going to start by doing something a little different. We're going to do an exercise, and we would recommend that in order to do that, you listen to this somewhere quieter where you can really give it some focus. I'd now like to invite John, one of our guests today, to introduce the exercise. John joins me today from his car because that's where he gets the best internet connection. Over to you, John. So we're going to give you a little noticing exercise to do right now, where what we're going to play you is just um, some birdsong. And as you listen to that, all we want you to do is just notice what you hear, what you think, and maybe what you feel. Okay, so hopefully you enjoyed that. But what did you notice? What thoughts occurred to you? And what were those thoughts based on? Maybe what thoughts did they lead you to as they popped into your mind? And if you had any feelings, what feelings did you notice? And what were those based on? Brilliant. Thank you, John. That was a really nice little exercise to help us notice what's actually going on around us. And it's something that we can encourage to do on a regular basis. It only takes a couple of minutes to stop and have some real reflection time. So as we've mentioned, today's episode is all about coaching. To discuss this, I'm joined by, of course, John Hall, who we've already heard from, and Kudzia Karim, who are both from Impact Consulting Team. Hello to you both. Hi, Dan. Hello, Dan. So let's start by asking, what is coaching and why do we need it? Kudzia. Uh, There's lots of reasons, Dan, why someone might want coaching. Certainly at the moment, as more businesses are facing uncertainty and complexity, we're actually experiencing a demand. And you may ask, why is that? And it is actually completely understandable as more leaders want support to work through how to act and what to do. What a great coach does for the person that they're having a coaching conversation with is it uh, it really helps them just step back from the coalface and, and think things through in a really clear structured way and just access all of the great resources that they that they do have inside them but also um it really helps them challenge the kind of the assumptions and the perceptions that they're that they're holding and helps them to see things differently as well so that they can apply all that knowledge and experience that they have with like a fresh pair of eyes really and what type of coaching is there i mean is it does it do you do it for just one person or do you do it for multiple people? Well, there's uh, numerous approaches to coaching. Uh, you can have one-to-one coaching, whether that's face-to-face or virtual. You can have coaching as a team. Again, that can be face-to-face or virtual, Focus on how you develop as a team. Um, and there's also coaching solutions what help you develop your capability to coach. Yeah, because of course you can coach 
Firstly, you know, formally, you have a very clear agenda that you're working to. And obviously, the person being coached knows they're being coached. And there's an agreement between the coach and the coachees, we like to call them, as to how that's going to go. But also, you can coach more informally. Um, so it may be that there's not a clear agenda. Uh, it's just a discussion about um, how things are going and uh, um, how you like things to be different. So much more formal, uh, informal approach. And of course, you, know, you can coach sitting down in a, uh, in a comfortable space, in a quiet room, or you can coach going for a walk, having a conversation, or even you know, participating in activities together. But you know, that's just examples of one-to-one. And you know, coaching teams, of course, there's a whole sort of plethora of things you can do, actually, to work with a team and use a coaching approach as I would call it as well, which might involve the, co- the team doing things together in order to surface you know, issues, ideas and possibilities, as well as just build a connection and a relationship between the individuals in that team that enables them to have a much better conversation than they might have had otherwise. What sets impact apart from other people that might offer coaching? We're actually finding that people are looking for more than traditional coaching at this moment in time. They're looking for a solution that's an essential part of their own learning process. And within Impact, our coaches are experts in experiential learning and coaching. And that's what makes the difference. Yeah, I agree, Chrisio. Because what that means is, is, um, with their background in experiential learning, uh, uh, the impact approach to coaching isn't just asking questions and listening. It's also really helping the individuals that we coach uh, um, work out what are the learning experiences they need to take on and what are the, th- uh, I mean, in order to help them learn, um, particularly when they're no- then they don't have the skills and knowledge that they need to address the problems that they have. And also what's the mindsets, the beliefs and values which they're holding, which are perhaps getting in the way that um, are stopping them from accessing the resources that they do have. Um, so that experiential learning, I think, brings a lot, a lot more richness to the conversation and really helps the person being coached uh, identify activities which they can do themselves, which really helps them move on on that learning journey. So does it differ at all, the approach between like one-to-one coaching and team coaching, for example, or is it kind of along the same uh, the, the same approach? How does how does it work? Uh, well, essentially the same core skills of a co- that a coach uses remains the same, which is really this ability to build a great relationship, to ask really good questions and listen to what people are saying to guide the next questions that they really need to ask to dig a bit deeper or to take people somewhere different from maybe from where they've already been. Um, you know, with that is that you know ability to make the conversation go somewhere, a kind of structure which works to make the conversation useful. I think the big difference between coaching individuals in groups is, you know, obviously in a group, you've got more than one person to involve in that conversation. So the coach has to be a facilitator as well and be mindful of the relationships between the individuals in that team and ensure that they are where they need to be, that people can be truly open and honest with each other. Um, it's it's about a lot more than just making sure everybody gets to have their say. It's everybody feels able to say what they really feel and what they really think as well. I'd, I'd also add on to that by saying uh, another difference is, is one-to-one coaching. You're working with the coachee's personal agenda, whereas uh, on with team coaching, you're working on the collective agenda. Yeah, I like what you said there about the the sort of the team agenda and like you say, the personal agenda. I'm quite interested to hear if I was uh, 
if I was listening to this and I felt, oh yeah, I could do, probably do with some coaching uh, with impact, what would what would I need to do? John, can you tell me what you would do there? Well, I think an obvious starting point, Dan, would be to think about why do you want to be coached? Um, there's got to be a reason. So what are the issues that um, you really would like to address um, that perhaps you're not quite sure what's the right thing to do? Or it maybe it's not so much an issue. It might be more about how are you feeling? So it might be that you want to discuss with the coach a fe- you know, some feelings that you're having and what do you want to do about those feelings and what do they mean for you? Or it may be that you've got clear issues in your mind, like you're trying to make something happen which isn't working. Uh, you know, what is that? And you could start asking yourself some questions about, you know, what's the detail of what it is you'd like to achieve as opposed to what you're managing to do and um, why might you think you're not be achieving it at the moment? We have an inkling, we have ideas around what might be the real issues we need to address, but we don't really feel comfortable or confident in uh, in bringing those out into the open and talking about them. Um, quite often we hide them from ourselves, you know, park them somewhere and put lots of other things on top so we don't actually look at them. So I think that's quite, you know, quite a good analogy. Um, and that might be things about ourselves. It might be things about other people or, or particular issues which we're not actually choosing to address. And I think coaching is very good at both supporting and challenging people to address those things, which might be uncomfortable, possibly even a bit scary for some people. It all sounds like it has to be very heavily customised for it to properly work. What sort of process is there to make sure that we deliver the best results we can do? And how, how long does it sort of take to, to go through a coaching process? I could certainly speak from a uh, one-to-one perspective, uh, Dan. I'd say, yeah, it is a really customised and personalised process between the coach and the coachee. And we usually recommend up to six coaching sessions. And how long do they sort of take? Is that in a few months or over a year, a couple of years? How how does that um how does that fit into a time frame of somebody's work? It varies. Uh, normally, you do about four to six week intervals, but sometimes you might agree uh, with the coachee to have more frequent sessions. Um, if you're looking at team coaching, you know, normally uh, you begin by talking to the team leader and often their HR business partner or, or equivalent in an organisation to you know to really try and understand you know why they want uh, uh, team coaching for their team and to get their perspectives. But it's always, I think, really helpful then to engage with every team member because um, everyone has their own perspective of what's working and what's what's not working in a team. And everybody's perspective, to be honest, is somewhat biased from you know the position they take in the team and just who they are as an individual. So it's really valuable for the coach to have a one-to-one conversation with every team member and sometimes stakeholders to the team who have an outside view to establish a much bigger picture of what's really going on in that team. Uh, from as many perspectives as possible and then use that to agree with a team leader and the business partner that I mentioned earlier um, on, you know what is the best approach to resolve the issues that are surfaced through that interview process at the beginning. So in terms of results, tangible results that can be brought into the business, have you got any sort of case studies, examples of uh, of coaching that you've done recently either one-to-one or team or both uh, that you can share with us? Uh, John I'll come to you please. Yeah, sure, Dan. Um, I think the problem I have there is deciding which examples would be the best to share with you because <laughs> um, I've been doing an awful lot recently. So I can think of one individual who was really uh, uh, struggling at work. They were they were um, covering actually three jobs because of circumstances within their organisations and they were struggling to get on with a new line manager. 
And all of this was making them feel actually quite unhealthy and unwell and not performing at work, which wasn't helping the problems with the boss. And it was affecting their relationships at home as well. So by working with that person, I was to help them to understand what was really um, within their sphere of influence with all of all those things I've just described and what were the things they could change about firstly their own mindset. So how they were choosing to think about the challenges they were facing and their own behavior. So what could they actually do differently? And through that, they very definitely transformed the relationship they had with their boss by understanding the part they were playing in what was quite a negative relationship from their perspective, learned what they needed to say yes to and really focus on doing and what actually they could say no to or, or not now to and get and or get other people to do and how to make that happen, but also focused on how they could manage their own um, well-being, um, partly through just how they took care of themselves and the things they said to themselves, but also uh, improving the relationship they had at home. And I'm you know, really pleased to say that this, this individual who was seriously thinking that they were going to have to leave work or sacrifice their marriage and their own health wow. uh, was able to fix all of those problems within a space of about six months. Um, and that was, you know, at the beginning, I'd, I wasn't sure that was going to be possible. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's amazing how a coach can help someone f- make such profound changes to their work and life. I guess you must feel really proud that uh, you can help them on that journey by asking some really great questions and creating a, a safe space for reflection. Kudzia, how about yourself? Yeah, Dan. So recently I've been coaching an exec functional director who wants to become the next CEO. How does the CEO feel about that? <laughs> well, the CEO is actually sponsoring it. Oh, great. Uh, oh, that's good news. And sees potential, uh, potential there and obviously wants a successor in place. Yeah. Uh, so I've been working closely with this individual in terms of gathering feedback from their peers and across the business and looking at any patterns that they can see within that feedback. Um, enabling them to reflect in a safe space, uh, explore blind spots. And uh, what we're finding is that this coaching experience is actually helping them be even more effective as a functional director and take a broader perspective. So it sounds like uh, this person is sort of developing their own skill set through coaching. Is that Would that sound right to you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in terms of the individual I'm working with, it's helped them notice more. Notice more about what's going on. We have a great phrase, you know, within impact, which is about being inwardly aware and externally alert. And what I mean by that is, as an individual, they're noticing more, noticing more about what's going on around them and within them. And then they can then apply that to, to their role, I guess. Yeah, certainly. Uh, they can apply that to their roles, but also how they interact and engage with others. It touches every part of uh, their life, their professional lives, their personal life. I guess I'm keen to also hear about what business benefits what the what benefits can the actual organization get from this because of course one-to-one coaching sounds like it would be very beneficial to to an individual of course and then but uh, you know an organization might want to justify the spend so what would you say are the key business benefits to an individual going through one-to-one coaching sure well i think if i just take those two examples if you like you know the first one uh the individual who wasn't coping at work um, his line manager really felt that he was not not doing his job and not doing the things that 
that uh, they needed him to be doing. Uh, and that completely turned around. Uh, and so actually he was able to, to focus on the things which the, which they agreed that the, the business needed, which had a real business impact as well. And he was involved in the area of sales. So they definitely increased um, their presence in the market in the marketplace, but increased their sales. But it also enabled them to keep an employee um, and to deliver in the role that they're in without them actually leaving the organization and the organization going through a process having to recruit and onboard someone else, which we all know how expensive that can be. I, I think one thing it, it kind of suggests to me is that really if, if a company is willing to invest in an individual to go through one-to-one coaching with us it's it, i think that's a, a, a testament to a to a really good business if if they're willing to do that how about team coaching then so team coaching it sounds to me would be a little bit more complex in the way that it's uh undergone um in that you've got you're not just working with one person um could you tell me about any sort of recent examples or success stories again within team coaching yeah dan uh, i've just recently been working with a newly formed team and coaching has actually given them an opportunity to really work out why they're there. You know, what is their purpose in this business? What are they there to do? And also work out how they're going to do it. And how, how's that process gone? Is, have we seen results from that yet? We're beginning to see the green shoots. You know, certainly it's helping this team, you know, make its mark very, very quickly within the business because they've had this time to reflect and explore, you know, why they're there and uh-huh. how they're going to work together and what strategic contribution are they going to make. Uh, we've used the uh, impact team performance model, model to structure the dialogue around that and that's really helped. And I guess that'll be I guess that'll be seen throughout the business. I mean, people will notice a difference, I guess. Yeah, I mean, whether this is a, through the people who work in the shop floor or in the sales or marketing teams because they actually get much more coherent and effective leadership from their immediate leaders. Uh, it's felt much more by the customers who get a much clearer market message, but also a doubt with a lot more efficiently and effectively. Um, and also by other stakeholders within the wider business. When they ask individuals, as of course this happens in organizations, you know, what the story is, they get a consistent story. So it sounds ideal then for for any team to to want to work more efficiently to to go through this process so thank you both for sharing that uh lastly then moving on to coaching skills um which as far as i understand it is where we impart our coaching knowledge into members of a team or a business uh, that then want to be able to coach their people going forward does that sound like an accurate description john yeah it's pretty close i, I would say dan we we recognize that coaching as a line manager is very different than it is being an external coach. Because, yeah. of course, as you know, as a line manager, you, you normally have existing relationships with the person you're coaching or the, or, or the team that you're coaching. Um, you normally have quite a lot of knowledge about the issue, um, possibly the people involved or the technical issues which, which people are looking at. And you might be responsible or accountable for what that person subsequently does. So the relationship of, you know, is quite different as you can imagine from that, you know, that description to be an external coach. I often think it's a much harder job actually to be really good at coaching as a line manager than it is somebody coming in from outside like myself. So we really, you know, work with line managers, you know, to help them understand what are the key skills that they need to develop. Um, Obviously focusing on asking great questions and listening really well, of course, but there's many more besides, but also just help them to identify what's the mindset they need to adopt 
whilst they're taking a coaching approach as well, which is really going to help them be effective. Um, so there's a lot of knowledge we can give them, but we you know, much more important than that is coaching is a skill really that and you know like learning to ride a bicycle you're only ever going to really learn to be great at it by getting on the bike and and riding the damn thing you know just reading about it or hearing about it isn't going to be enough so we really like to work with line managers to help them practice both formally and informally um get feedback on how well they're doing both from anybody who might observe them in organized practice sessions or anecdotally from people um, that they coach themselves at work as well and use that feedback to, to zero in on the things that they need to improve. And so can you get, break it down as to how how it actually works? So um, I presume that at the beginning, we still go through the, the, the initial research phase to find out about the organisation and about the individuals. How does it then work? It, well, first of all, is that accurate? And then how does it work going after that? Uh, what's the sort of process behind uh coaching skills so the research phase really down in uh, in this context is about understanding you know why an organization wants their people to learn coaching skills and how's uh-huh. that going to fit with the current culture of the organization and maybe where it wants to take the culture so people who are going to we're going to be asked to learn coaching skills as managers need to know why the organization might value that what will be the benefit for them and the business so that's where we kind of begin there and when it comes then to running that that learning journey uh, for the line managers, I think they need to, first of all, there's a knowledge learning phase around you know, what is coaching and why would they, you know, why would they want to do it anyway? And yeah. also understanding what are those core skills you need to be a coach as a line manager uh, and how you need to use those to, you know, uh, to deal with the challenges that you are going to face when you try to, to use a coaching approach. And then we, you know, we help them assess themselves and get perhaps their own line managers to assess them against those skills so they can put together a personal development agenda. And then we look at, you know, um, how can they create opportunities to practice coaching? And normally, initially, they would do that with fellow participants on that coaching program. So it's a fairly safe environment where they can practice coaching and be observed and get feedback from both, um, you know, our facilitation team as well as their colleagues as well. Um, And then when they're ready, then we get them coaching real people if you like um at work uh, and sometimes out of work on uh, on real issues and we give them a structure to help them run those coaching sessions and also to get feedback as well um, now we can do that you know both virtually and face to face i mean obviously it's great to get people together in the same room practicing coaching each other but we can also set people up um uh, in that way um in virtual classrooms and also give them lots of online resources to help them practice skills at work and coach people formally and informally at work as well. Which sounds ideal for the current climate, I guess. <laughs> so that's uh, that's really yeah, useful. Yeah, it is. And you know, and, you know, right now I'm just in just in the middle of designing an online only um, solution to to uh, do pretty much what I just described. So the people I'll be working with, I will never actually physically meet. Some of them might meet each other because they might be co-located in the future, obviously, when the lockdown is gone. Sure. Um, but, of course, many of them coach people virtually anyway. So learning to coach virtually just mirrors exactly what they have to do. So I think it's ideal for them. Awesome. Well, thank you both. 
uh, I think that's given us a really good insight into the world of coaching and impact approach to coaching. So that's been absolutely brilliant. Thank you. And to people listening, if you want to find out more about coaching and what we offer, then please uh, visit our website at impactinternational.com. You can follow us on social media, on Twitter and LinkedIn. We also have a YouTube channel with loads of great video content. And we have a great blog as well with loads of brilliant articles that you can go and indulge yourself with. So I'd like to just take this opportunity to thank both Kudzia and John for joining me today. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. And until the next time, thanks for listening.